0: What's up, everybody? We're locked in a closet. How's it going, man? Yo, 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 yo! I've been uh, been using the shit out of that sample (laughs) since I finally put it on my sample pad. So, my apologies. Hell yeah. But uh, what's up, everybody? It's Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast. Today, we are talking to Dylan and Brandon of Doubting Thieves. And I have to say that, uh, A, I am thoroughly excited because... I've never even I don't I don't even think I've ever seen you guys play, but I've listened to your music and I've watched your music videos and I personally uh, am digging what's happening coming through my through the airwaves. So uh, <laughs> thanks for thanks for oh, coming yeah, on man, guys.
1: Thank man. Happy to be here.
0: So um I'm locked in a closet. I don't know about y'all, but I have been calling locals, uh, here in the area, and I'm glad that I could get a hold of you guys. So what we're going to do is we're going to try and focus on how this COVID pandemic has affected you guys personally. And also as a band, Dylan, take it away with the uh, personal vibe. You can get as deep as you want to, or just kind of leave it limited and then uh, hop over to Brandon. And then we'll do the, uh, do the damn thing with the band.
1: All righty, man. Uh, I would say I really started feeling the effects of the pandemic probably about two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. Uh my job I'm a I work for a company called Assurion and our store fully shut down. Uh so I've been at home working for home from the, for the past two to two and a half weeks. Uh I mean thankfully I'm blessed that I'm still getting paid. And I know a lot of people out there are not are not getting paid um when they're being sent home. Uh, so that is a blessing in itself. Um, but really, other than that, I haven't really been too affected other than the fact that I don't go to work every day anymore. Um, I do worry about my family though, and all my friends around, around Texas that are having to deal with this. Um, but other than that, I haven't really been too like hardcore effect, uh, affected by it. I mean, I have been sitting at home. I haven't been leaving though. I have, I left my apartment probably a total of two or three times in the past two weeks. Damn. Yeah, but I'm definitely
0: starting to feel the effects of like you know just like being stuck in a close space for too long. That I mean, I I uh, I'm a mechanic, so I have I don't have to go to work. Upper management has said that if we want to just take two weeks off, that we can, uh, obviously unpaid. <laughs> um, but I work two days, then I'm off two days, and I work two days. So going in and out of the house for me right now feels abnormal and I'm leaving the house every every other day, twice a day, but then I could only imagine only leaving my house two or three times in, in weeks. I would just, woo, yeah. uh, stir crazy.
1: But I mean, I can tell you up, sure, man, if I wasn't getting paid, I would be out there working some job. I'd be doing the same exact thing you're doing. I gotta keep food on the
0: table. Yes, sir. Well, what about you, Brandon? <laughs> well, Funny story. Um well I live in Hertford. Uh,
2: some of our like well I get it now, funny. <laughs> but uh I live in Hertford and that's like seven hours, eight hours away from Austin. And I actually planned moving down there. Like before this like COVID shit started getting out of hand. So I used to work at an ethanol plant for my two weeks in and when I was getting ready to move that's when everything was like getting in lockdown and shit started closing. So I really can't like Find a job, and I really can't move either because, like, everything's kind of, you know, shit's hitting the fan. So,
0: damn. So you were, you were on the way down then, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, like the money I have saved, like to move and shit, is the money I'm kind of surviving on.
2: Wow. So, like, I'm stuck in the small ass town. People are like getting sick now. So and, what? Are, uh, I was gonna say,
0: so yeah. it, with it being a small town, what is the I guess, general perception from, I guess, you know, the locals there because, you know, kind of the, not the rumor, but what they're saying is like the rural areas are getting ready to get licked because the information that they consume sometimes, you know, leads them down the wrong path. And, you know, I'm trying to paint this picture really nice right now. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it, 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 it's it's it, it's it's kind of scary because I don't know have you guys either of you watched the show pandemic on Netflix
1: uh I have not seen all of it but I have started it
0: well I would highly 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 recommend for anybody listening and for you too as well to uh go hit up Netflix uh look up for the the mini series called pandemic it's it's creepy cuz i watched it within the first handful of days that it came out in early january so we all know that coronavirus hit you know where we got wind of it end of december 2019 so when this thing dropped it was already starting to happen and it walks you through what you know people do in the pandemic realm like virologists and epidemiologists and it is it is fucking scary because on that series is, is is exactly what's happening right now, and I went and watched it again, and I'm not gonna lie, uh, I was a little lifted at the time, and I felt like I was watching reality TV, <laughs> like it was fucking wow. scary. Because I'm like, that's what's happening right now. I was like, man, when the fuck did this thing come out? Early January. Holy shit! It's like they were fe- telling the future. It was wild. Yeah,
1: that's crazy timing.
0: Crazy oh, man. And all the conspiracy theories are, are flying around that that Bill Gates, because uh, uh, he runs he runs a oh, shit, uh, a lab in China and in Washington state. And they're saying that's why Washington state got hit early on. That's who started the virus was fucking Bill Gates. And everybody you know, oh, everybody involved with the Netflix pandemic film crew and people like they're like, Oh, <laughs> they knew. It's like, come on.
1: It's the five G Towers. <laughs> Have you heard that one?
0: The the what?
1: People are saying that the five G Towers are the reason the coronavirus is being spread oh, so
0: my are there's okay. That's <laughs>
1: Definitely
0: do some research on that that one has me cracked up, man. God damn, 5G kind of that's kind of like Trump saying standing close to fucking windmills causes cancer. Like, no, <laughs> no, that's not true. It's not true. 5G, come on, man. 5G, yeah,
1: it's crazy, man. But a lot of people out there believe in it. Like, like, if you YouTube it. People, there's like some convincing footage out there that people like that, that you almost believe it, but you really have to think about it. And it's like, man, people are just trying to grasp or whatever they can grasp that to have a reason for what's happening.
0: That's and now
1: yeah, it's definitely not five feet out.
0: You know, I can I can agree there. Like wanting to try to find a reason all of this happened, which would make for great, you know. Video or you know, you know, internet sensation. And let me just find one of the wildest fucking ideas that I can cling on to. Yep, 5G did it. Fucking China and, and Wuhan. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> oh, it's pretty crazy. It's a really crazy belief because they apparently in Wuhan they had turned on all of these 5G towers around Wuhan all at the same time that the coronavirus pandemic outbreak started in Wuhan.
0: So it's almost like, I'm just like radiation so sorts. Was,
1: oh. oh, yeah. There was a lot to do with the radiation that was coming off of it, too. Saying that, oh, this is hazardous radiation coming off the 5G towers. I'm just like, well I, I don't know. you know Who knows? But I seriously doubt the 5G towers have anything to do with the, the COVID-19 outbreak. But
0: <laughs> a lot of people have to believe it. They're like, but it happened at the same time. Let's talk about doubting thieves because I gotta tell you, I'm a relatively new fan, and I think if we were to review the inbox, it would look like I was a fangirl at first, uh, until I calmed down. But I am I am loving what I'm what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing, like the the like your vocal range, how you can switch it up. Like it's and and you guys are just a three piece, right? Yep, yeah,
2: we yeah. are three piece fan.
0: So uh, just to kind of walk us through, uh, you guys just kind of go back and forth between... Um, uh, let's talk about, you know, just like a real quick interview as far as like... Uh, take us where, you know, how how, um, how the band formed, you know, so on and so forth, and lead us up to today and how you guys are being affected.
1: Well, I'll let Brandon take over that one because uh, it's pretty much all started with
2: him. Shit. Okay. Well, actually... We actually kind of met on Twitter. Me and Michael did. AJ, my homie, from Issues is like a real big inspiration for just like Groove.
0: Okay, okay. You know,
2: like not, not technically like Slash, but just like Solid Groove. Like him and like Corn. you know. So right. Smart. But I was like, maybe I should tag a bit. the writer is tagging it and see what the fuck he thinks, you know. He actually saw it, listened to it, commented. So of course, like when he comment like on Twitter, his whole feed sees it. Right. So that little segment, that little clip like blew up. Then Michael, our drummer actually saw it and he was like, yo, this is sick. DM me and then we started talking about like, like, are you in a band? Do you want to write? And it was like, yeah, but then he found out I lived in, a, uh, Herford. And he was like, well, the distance might be a problem and I was like, uh, no, it won't. we'll make it work.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> we can, we'll go make it happen. We're going to make it happen.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean like, it's very rare that someone like really connects with what you're writing and wants to make it happen instead of like being the, you know, control freak. And like, it can't be like this, blah, 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 blah. You know, like,
0: Oh yes. I've you heard of, put, the, I've heard of, you those can't people. put
2: fucking, you can't put pop melodies in metal. You can't put jazz and blah, 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 you know, all that shit. And the fact that like he was down, you know, like kind of just like, it was kind of no brainer, you know? Yeah, we just kind of went from there. Just kept talking and sending riffs, emailing back and forth. We had a vocalist at the time, but he kind of wasn't feeling it. You know, he wanted to do like the heavy scene, but we wanted to kind of be the best of both worlds. And that's where uh, Dylan came into play. We found Dylan. Or Michael actually found Dylan from a friend, a mutual friend of him.
0: Dylan, where'd you come from? How would you? How did you uh, appear? Man, they found me.
1: They saw me in Waco, Texas, um, That's where I lived right before I moved out here to Austin.
0: Shout out to Waco. Um,
1: but yeah, I was in a, a couple of bands uh, previous to this, um, but I, I really wasn't, I used to be like really heavy into the metal scene. Um, I, my love for metal music started like halfway through my, like in elementary school. You know, my dad grew up on listening to like footnot and and Mudvayne and Metallica. Um, but my sister also listened to pop music. Um, like MCs, Backstreet Boys, and then my mom listened to Motown. So growing up, I listened to all this range of music, and I really try to incorporate that in like all of my music. But yeah, Adoting Thieves is probably the most I don't know how to put it into words, but these guys are like the best musicians I've ever worked with personally. Okay. Like every band I've been with, it's always been one genre, and that's it. But when Brandon and Michael sent me this like whole EP that they had written. Um, before they even asked me to join the band, um, it was just full instrumental, and I was just blown away. <laughs> they had metal stuff, they had poppy stuff, they had reggae. They had
0: you were like, jazz, I can sing all on this. all of this, seriously? That was it.
1: They said that I could sing on everything, and I was blown away. I was like, <laughs> I was like this is crazy. They were just like, you just got to promise that you're gonna scream where it's necessary, and I was like, definitely.
0: He was like, oh, I, he's I like, like, I got definitely. you, I got you.
1: Yeah, so yeah, it's it, it's all love, man. With this band, everything we write is all love.
0: Now, how long? When when did all this happen? Uh, if I missed the year, I'm sorry.
1: Uh,
0: about oh, two years. Ago. Yeah, uh, two years ago. Two, okay.
1: Yeah, we uh, dropped our first EP, Vital Vibe, in February of 2019. Is that yeah. right, Brandon? Yeah, February yeah. twenty nineteen. We dropped our first EP. It was like our first iteration of what we wanted to be as a band, and like instantly, right after dropping that EP, we started writing again, and I feel like that's when we really found our sound. Like the song It's the Mood," uh, Brandon literally wrote that song just instrumentally wise the day before we finished recording our Vital Vibe EP. <laughs> hey,
0: it's, it's hey like, that thing goes, day. man. That'll put that will put you in a mood. <laughs> like I dig the shit out of that thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I named yeah. it. It's a um, but yeah, man.
1: We we're just trying to you know keep the ball rolling. We we're trying to get this whole album. We were trying to get it finished and recorded, but I mean, since the outbreak happened, I mean, our studio dates got delayed, music video shoots got delayed, pretty much everything got delayed. Our single, we had a single release coming out this month. Another single we were going to drop uh, called "The Come Down" or just "Come Down," and no no relation to the "The Secret" single that just dropped. Okay. <laughs> so that, I know that dropped
0: on oh. down <laughs> too. You know, um, I I always find that interesting. Like, we, like a, as many as many bands as there are in the world, coming up with a new name or or, you know, something a little bit different. Like you're gonna you're going to run out of words. Like it's it's a thing. But yep, I yep. I've never thought about two bands that just so happen to be relatively kind of same genre. And then drop a fucking song that is exactly the same title or really, really fucking close. It's like, nah, we yeah,
1: it it was crazy.
0: So you guys, so since everything got pushed back, how are you guys staying in touch and you know, uh, uh, staying fresh? I guess is the best way to put it.
1: Uh, We we have a group chat. Um, We're constantly messaging each other back and forth with ideas. Brandon's writing new riffs. He's always sending them to us. Brandon will write his drum, uh, Michael will write his drum parts, send it to Brandon, and they'll kind of send me like a full instrumental of what they came up with. And then I'll just write lyrics, write vocals, send it back, and then we'll just go back and forth and back and forth until we come up with a final product. But it all starts with Brandon. He is like, I don't know how he comes up with these ideas, man. He is so creative. I like, It's mind-blowing.
0: So Brandon, you play guitar, right? Yeah. So, when it comes to writing, uh, I know that like Dylan said, you're you're pretty much the mastermind and 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 the and the the riff wizard, and
2: I wouldn't go that far there.
0: <laughs> um, but when you start thinking about a new song, do you like do you do drums to it uh, and then send it over to your drummer and like, hey, do you need to fix this, or do you just primarily write? a guitar riff or a rhythm section and then build from that?
2: The EP was written, like, years before, like, I met the guys. Like, the EP was written in, like, 2016.
0: Oh, and then, okay, okay. you
2: know, I didn't, yeah, I didn't have anybody to, like, jam with. Oh, like, actually, I'm actually a drummer. I'm really not, like, a guitarist. So, you know, <laughs> backtrack a little bit, my bad. I was <laughs> in this band and it it, did, it didn't work out. So I was a drummer, but I still wanted to write. So I bought a guitar and kind of taught myself how to play. So I've been playing for like three years now.
0: Oh, okay. So went from drumming to guitaring.
2: Yeah. So whenever like groove and like writing riffs, it's kind of like easy because, you know, I understand like grooves coming from like drumming and also wasn't like drumline too. So like polyrhythms and syncopated shit kind of like comes naturally.
0: Oh, Nice. Nice. This is. I would. So what I'll do is. Like, uh, we need to do a gear review with you guys one day. Do you do you nerd out when, you, actually, when we go when we go gear review? I
2: am. Me and Michael are like the nerdiest guys.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, like what I'll do is I'll just write skeletons of like drum pattern and then I you know I'll riff over it, and I'll send like half a song or a full song, and I'll just tell Michael like you know accent whatever you would accent, put your fills, you know. It's just a skeleton of drums, you know, so he can write it, and he'll have like Guitar Pro. They have like a drum thing on there, so okay. he'll like tab out drums. But pretty much, me and Michael like demo everything that's close to what you hear, like the final product.
0: Oh dang! Okay, so you guys pretty much get it nailed down. Now, who do you guys have? Uh, uh, I guess producer. Who who mastered it?
1: Corey Brennan. Oh,
0: yeah, he's Corey doing a album right now. Burger that dude's yeah, name sir. pops up so many times in in this uh in this realm. Well,
2: hell yeah, that's cool. To in here. You're good at your job.
0: Yeah, I mean it's and and we've we've been hearing people come over and you know we you know try to get the basic info like you know mix master produce and stuff and um he's he's turned out a lot of good work that we've personally got to talk to so um yeah yeah, keep going, man. Because I'm telling you, like I, I remember when I first came across, uh, oh, shit, not mood maybe mood I can't remember. Is, uh, anyway, one of your tracks, and I was like, how? Where the where? Where have I been? I have I bet I missed the boat <laughs> on this band. Like, where? How? Who are they? And then I started looking into it. And I'm like, holy shit, they have, they're like kind of like a brand new band down here, and um, yeah. so that's why I was excited to you know have a podcast with you guys actually, uh, in two days, I think was when it was supposed to be. Uh, the, uh yeah.
1: <laughs> close
0: to it. Yep. So, uh, I didn't know if I, had let, uh, if I, you got the message, but, uh, that's canceled. So we'll just make this the, the, the fill in.
1: <laughs> we, we got the message.
0: <laughs> but, um, I guess, uh, any final thoughts, any, um, any, anything you want to guys want to, any message or anything you guys want to get out or something you want to tell the fans, uh, we um, out of here?
1: we will be. Oh, you, you go ahead, Brandon. Sorry.
2: What's up? What do you want me to say?
1: <laughs> uh, I was gonna say we're uh, we're dropping another single. Uh, we're gonna be dropping another single. Uh, that comes down, uh, probably either in early May or mid May. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for that. It's a very poppy pop punk vibe. Uh, a bunch of influences. Like every every song we're trying to drop is probably like another genre. Something for everybody to listen to, you know. Like we have music on this album for every kind of genre.
0: I mean, you gotta we have you gotta fighting. have that wide reach if you really want to make some moves. You know, up. You can't just. I mean, I love I love all the music that 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 I've been exposed to here. Um, but there's some bands that are just going to always play come and take it, you know, or or a regional kind of tour um but i know that like i've listened to your music and you know i would consider myself a target demographic you know middle-aged white dude um and i can vibe to it it's 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 catchy it's got that poppiness to it and uh i just you know i can't wait till you guys get on the stage and share it with everybody
1: yeah we're ready to get back on that page man tell all these
0: tell all these listeners uh all 14 of them <laughs> where they can where they <laughs> can uh find you at on the socials and uh and on the interwebs
1: uh we're on facebook uh facebook.com plus doubting p uh literally every every social media is at doubting p we got lucky enough that our band name just wasn't chosen by anybody. So that, that is Instagram that Instagram is at Doubting you That is awesome. Yep. We got lucky.
0: Yeah. Like whenever uh, I got my Gmail account, when I got my Gmail account, I was like, uh, I don't know, Austin Texas Metal. It's like that one's been taken. I was like, Austin TX Metal. Hey, that one's approved. I was like, you've got to be shitting me.
1: There she is, man. Like, even our, our email address, our Gmail is doubting to use that
0: <laughs> Yeah, like but like
1: we have lessons of everything.
0: When I built the website, it was like, what do you want your domain to be? I was like, uh com. Question mark? They're like, Oh, you're approved. I was like, damn. Like, <laughs> how it, how it does no one I mean, this was five years ago, but I mean, metal's been in Austin for fucking ever. So when I got my when I got approved, I was like, "Well, I've fucking cornered the market on that one." Um, But yeah, and plus, doubting thieves is kind of catchy. Is you know, kind of sticks in your head. It's easy to remember too. But there's no doubting. The only thieving you guys will do is taking money out of my pocket when I buy stuff because it's so good. Um, uh, Again, thank you guys very much for coming on. Uh, I know that everyone's being impacted a, a certain way. Brandon, I mean. Brother, you got it out of everyone I've talked to. Uh, I guess you you win, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. You win. How much you call fucked, dude? Um, if there's if there's anything, I, I mean, I don't know what I can do outside of just sharing this podcast a lot uh, whenever I get it up. Um, but I mean, keep me up to date, man. Just shoot me a message. Let me know that you're okay, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we, we appreciate I'm
2: the
1: time, chilling. man. Um, And also, don't forget to check out Isolation, our latest release. Uh, Oh, yeah. Singles on Apple Music and Spotify and Google Play and all the good stuff. Uh, We've had a lot of support from that single. Uh, We've had, uh, who's it, Daniel Tompkins from Tesseract, Uh, give us a shout out about that single.
0: uh, uh... Tesseract!
1: (laughs) Tesseract! And, uh, Josh, uh, Josh Manuel from issues actually did a playthrough on his, uh, issues. Hey,
0: but, uh, Hey, thank you guys so much. Stay safe. Wash your hands, look out for everybody and, uh, keep your distance. But whenever, whenever the time comes, whenever we get to break free from this, from this, uh, isolation, if you will, uh, uh. Uh we'll uh we'll see you guys at at the venues, high five hugs, all that fun stuff. All right.
1: Awesome, man. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, no worries, man. Take care.